1: This is a Rogue Media Network podcast.
2: Caroline, you should tell them about the newest thing that Bloody Happy Hour is doing—a Patreon. It's a Patreon. What is that? Um, that means you're
1: basically like a VIP member, and there's two different levels that you can, you know, subscribe to, and you get you get some perks. You maybe get, like, merch a little earlier. You get... Or exclusive merch. Exclusive merch. You could get um, first dibs on signing up for a live show. You get
2: episodes with no commercials. You get our video because our video is no longer available on YouTube. It is only on Patreon. And the most important to me is you get videos of our live shows. So if you are far away and you couldn't make our last live show it will be on the website we're going to record this future live show it's going to be on patreon but also bonus episodes each month you guys tell us all the time you want more episodes this is a way for you to get more episodes so you're going to get our basic tuesday thursdays that we always put out right but if you're on a patreon your vip you're going to get more I
1: can't wait to talk about in detail some more stories because I always have a lot of details I want to go to. I can law explain, I might read a book.
2: <laughs> they just unsubscribed. <laughs> they, this is also going to be the exclusive place that Dirty Chat is going to go to. So if that is breaking some of your hearts, just go ahead and subscribe now. In order to hear the full content, it's going to be Patreon. Where do they go again? patreon.com slash bloody happy hour don't forget to stay aware stay alive and always be dtf hey y'all i'm april and i'm caroline and this This is is your bloody Bloody happy Hour. hour caroline are you ready for this this is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say
1: something about it also being happy hour? Showed in Because we about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hours.
2: Okay. Hey y'all, this is April. And this is Caroline. This is your bloody happy hour quickie edition turn up Tuesday this is where we are bringing you some news up-to-date news um, anything that's going on that may catch our eye so um, I have an update from a previous story Caroline do you remember the Antonio Armstrong story so this was the former NFL player NFL football player Um, he retired and he was living in Houston and he owned a gym and he was like a deacon at his church and he and his wife were shot in the head while they slept in their bed in their Houston condo only two people in the house were their two kids a daughter and a son Antonio jr. and ultimately his 16 year old son Antonio got um, arrested for the murders. Okay. Uh, what it what they just realized is that there was no um, forced entry. There was no the gun that was used to kill them was like a, the a gun that was already inside the house. So like their gun. Yeah. Um, the son did call nine one one. And then when he let the police in, he had to. <coughs> turn off the alarm to let the police in. So that means the alarm had been set the Mm. whole time they were shot, so then nobody breached the condo, allegedly, right? So, he was arrested um, because, and then they found bullet holes in the pillow, in his pillow, in his room. And on the floor, like he was practicing maybe? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, he'd been in jail. This happened like seven years ago, I believe. Okay. And... He was 16 years old. There was only one other possible suspect, and that was a stepson that had, like, mental issues. So, he went to trial two times, and both of them ended in hung juries. Mm -hmm. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Did you say this in Houston? This was in Houston, Yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, on June 5th, they were going to trial for a third time because this district attorney up there was, like, This family needs justice. Mm -hmm. This kid needs to pay for what he did. And they're kind of painting the picture as like a spoiled rich kid that, you know, wasn't getting along with his dad. And so he killed him. Um, So June 5th, they were about to start opening statements. But then the judge postponed it for one more week due to reasons out of the court's control. And so it had something to do with, like, a, um, a, uh, prof- a professional witness or somebody that was coming in. Mm-hmm. So court started the following week on June 5th. There's no cameras allowed in the courtroom. And I have seen, sorry, June 12th is when it was going to start. I have seen nothing else since then. I've Googled, I've YouTubed like the radio, that news station that said that they were going to follow it. All the other, every other time they went to court, it lasted about four to six weeks, Mm -hmm. but then ended up being hung. Um, So I have no idea where this case is right now. So obviously they're in court right now, or there would have been an update saying that it was canceled or postponed, I just don't know how there's not any information out there on like
1: yeah nobody's reporting on it,
2: and it is the biggest case this year in Houston, and it's been and it's like been an ongoing case. And so what the judge said is they're trying to minimize publicity because this has been such a big case, and they think that that has affected jurors in the past. Um, two, there are. Six of the women, no, there's six women on the jurors, so it's about half and half, um, but they're all grandmothers, okay? And so they think that that is huge for Antonio Jr. because his grandma... He lived with his grandma afterwards, like after he got out of jail, was bailed out of jail. And his family is on his side. They all think he's innocent. So his grandma has gotten on the stand and said, my grandson did not do this. He deserves to have a life. And so they're thinking that this grandma is going to appeal to these other grandmas on the jury and that he could possibly be um, not guilty this time. Hmm. So when I covered the story... like with you guys, I was like, yeah, he did it. But 2020 put an episode out um, earlier this year with a lot more information than I had. I had reasonable doubt to think that maybe he couldn't. Oh, no. So I think so. I was kind of like in the middle. So if that's how the trial has been going, that's why it's been a hung jury. Because what's come out is that right after the murder is that his gym was broken into, the computers were taken, um, and that allegedly Antonio could have been involved in um, some, like, undercover prostitution, like, ring. Him uh, him or his partner, Uh like his gym partner. So could that, somebody from that whole part of his life had killed him? So that just raises a reasonable doubt. So I'm going to be watching out for that. I think it's going to be a story of when it's all over, said and done, that maybe we could cover like the full story. Just because it's just been going and going and going. And now he's the little boy. He's 16, but now he was 16. But this is seven years later. He's since gotten married. He's since had a kid. He's been out on bail, oh. um, like with an ankle monitor um, but really, not been able to live his life.
1: I mean, I feel like he's living his life. He's getting married, having kids. Yeah, he actually is.
2: <laughs> maybe with, I guess with this just over his head, maybe.
1: Mm, who? But do they know? Do they have any other idea of who did do it? No, there's like
2: no other. I mean, suspects. they don't. That's not that they, they think they don't that stepson maybe, who had mental issues and they didn't. He didn't get along with the parents. Um, so
1: he just is not even a suspect
2: he was not brought in as a suspect but he was like he wasn't official suspect but he was brought into court like into court and like questioned and all of his past and mental issues and drug issues came up I guess just to create a reasonable doubt with the jury Mm. but I think he had an alibi Mm,
1: yeah okay well
2: I mean, somebody had to do it. Somebody did it. Somebody did it.
1: And now a word from our sponsors. I'm your puzzle pal, and I'm going to tell you about my latest obsession, Wongo puzzles. These things are the real deal, folks. They're high quality, handcrafted, and perfect for anyone who loves a good challenge, but doesn't want to dedicate their entire kitchen table to puzzles for a week. Trust me, I've been there. (laughs) I might still be there. But I got one of these actually for Christmas. I loved it. I did it, and I was so proud of myself. And they have all these cool designs, and you need to go to wongopuzzles.com and use our discount, B-H-H. You get 10% off. And I really want to know if you'll order one of these puzzles, what do you think about it? Because it's so fun, and I need to order, like, five.
2: Cure hydration. If you are obsessed with your hydration, like I am, this may be something good for you. This is something that is so easy. Forget about the Gatorade. That just dehydrates you even more. And if you don't like the taste of coconut water, try Cure Hydration. You can go to my offer link. It is zen, Z-E-N a i slash BHH20. This is vegan, it's no added sugars. It's just a little packet you could put in your water. Or if you're really smart during happy hour, you could put it into your Tito's. It is just as effective as an IV drip, and if you do not like the taste of water, it's not as boring as water, not as sugary as the sports drink, and if you're an athlete, it'll give you the best performance, or if you just get brain fog or headaches because you do not stay hydrated. Brain fog? Brain fog. (laughs) The solution is... Cure hydration. So go to that link, enter the code. You can go to my offer link. It is zen, Z-E-N dot a-i slash bhh20. Cure hydration. Okay, this next one is just like a what the hell happened case. So this is a 23 year old Tennessee State University veterinarian student. And her name is Mia Canu. So Tennessee State's in Nashville, Tennessee. But she's from Michigan. So she just come home for summer vacation. And some friends picked her up. Like high school friends that she know knew picked her up. And they were going to a party. Just like you do when you come home from college for the summer. You connect with some of your old friends, right? Well... That was like in the early, that was June 2nd. She did not come home. She was found in the road, lying in the road in the early morning hours of June 3rd. Okay, outside an apartment complex where she had attended this party with friends. She was taking off life, taking off life support on June 8th. And her organs were being donated. So people were like, what happened? So what happened is just like a car was passing by and saw this young girl in the road and called 911. Mm -hmm. They found surveillance footage that showed her being ejected from a vehicle and just left there. Nobody got out. Nobody the drivers, the people in the car, didn't try to help her back in. She was being ejected. And then they drove off. Somebody else came and called the police. They, She was with two other people, a driver and a passenger in that car. And they are um, cooperating with the police, but they have not released the, the names of these people um, or, like, how she... Knew them. All they know is that there was a fight that was at that party, um, and so they left that party because a fight broke out. Okay, but they didn't say if the fight involved Mia or one of the people in the vehicle, or if it was between them. They just said there was a fight at the party, and they left due to the fight at the party at this apartment. Mm-hmm. But the people that she was with were not the ones who called nine one one. So uh, somebody fell out of your car and you didn't call 911 (laughs) or was thrown from your car and the autopsy confirmed that there was head trauma, but nothing else, um, like the video footage hadn't been released, but there was no other like uh, deformities or disfigurement or anything that would imply that she was like beaten or like assaulted or that she was struck by another vehicle. So she was intact, yeah. Besides head trauma,
1: how did how did she get a jet? Ja- did they crash into something?
2: Nope. Look so at this girl. So they
1: threw her out of the car. Well,
2: that's how beautiful she is. She was like, I mean, is her se- first year? No, twenty three year old. So maybe junior, senior year. She wanted to be a veterinarian. Um, her mom is trying to get answers and she just doesn't have any right now her liver her and her kidneys and her tissues and her heart have all been donated and this happened on june 3rd and there's nothing else been reported since. no
1: i've not heard a thing about that
2: it's yeah it just popped up on i think oxygen the oxygen page and so i've been looking back and looking back and nothing
1: but they're saying a homicide or what? Yeah, are they? they're
2: investigating it as a homicide. Huh. Um, and they're talking, working with the people that were uh, in the car. And then that's it. And it's June 23rd, mm. 20 days later. Okay. That's. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't either. So I'm, I'm going to. I mean, it's it's sketchy.
1: Well, yeah, you would think they would at least have maybe. S- some suspect and uh, th- w- what do the people have to say they're in the car with her Did, are they saying what happened we don't know
2: yeah uh, well they're they are being cooperative so we just don't know what happened. or so police just gathering all the evidence and then are gonna make a statement or do they not give a shit <laughs>
1: apparently not because they would i, I mean uh, yeah 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 Gosh. so
2: 20 days later we still don't know what's gonna what's happening um so i'm gonna follow that and we're going to go to some tragic, tragic, tragic in Claremont, Ohio. Oh. June 15th, just after 4 p.m., a couple of 911 calls came in. 32-year-old Chad Doerman lined up his three boys, ages 3, 4, and 7 on his front porch and shot them execution style with his own rifle. One of them actually got away, took off running, like attempted to flee, but Chad chased down, down his own no, son. hunted. Oh, hunted with a rifle. Hunted his son down. And drug him back and shot him. His wife was there to see this all. She was shot, but in the hand because she was trying to protect her kids. His stepdaughter was there and actually took off running down the road and um she is one of the people that had that called 911 cuz somebody saw her running. Um, she was running with the dog. Actually, it said that her and her little lab, she had made a 911 call and said that her stepdad is shooting everybody in the house. Mm. When the police got there, the boys were dead in the yard in different places. Um, neighbors saw the bodies out in the yard and Chad was just sitting on the porch next to his rifle. Just calm, calm, cool, calm and collect. And was pretty cooperative with the police. Yeah. Because police footage is out there. It has been released. It's a couple minutes long. You can hear the mother, like, screaming in the background. You took my life from me. You took my life from me. They didn't show her. They did later release her name. And her injuries were life-threatening. She just got shot in the hand.
1: Were not life-threatening. Is that what it said? I I mean, because it was just her hand. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Is that, but I said, did I say they were life threatening? I think. Oh, they were not life threatening because she just got shot in the hand trying to protect her kids. Um, On the footage, the police tell him, get down, get down on the ground. They handcuff him. He's very calm. He's not irate, he's not really emotional or anything. Um,. He tries to keep the dogs away from them by like yelling at the dogs in this video. He even says, I'm a little uncomfortable. Can I roll over? Oh, can I get up? This is I'm uncomfortable. And they do. He even asks the policeman to get the wallet out, out of his, of his pocket. And you could tell these these really are good policemen. They're they're aggravated with him. And one of them's like exercise your right to fucking shut up or yes, whatever it was, yes. which they should have. Um, his he, he has like some traffic citations and one domestic violence charge from years ago for choking his dad. His dad says that that was a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, he was arraigned the very next day, where you can find that video too. He was shackled. Um, he was very red faced. This time, he was a little bit more emotional, and um, you could tell that he had tears in his eyes. His dad was interviewed, and he just said that he must have snapped that he's not an angry person and that he um, he don't know what happened, but he doesn't know why he would do it because he had not been able to talk to his son at that time. So we really don't know like what the motive is there he was the bond was set at 20 million dollars um there was some interviews with some of the neighbors and one of the neighbors said it was a guy said that chad was a very angry man that he was always yelling and always berating his wife and his kids and that he was a bomb ready to explode so you got dad saying that he wasn't angry um you got his Facebook p- profile pictures, and you know, that makes it look like he's a great dad. But then you got this neighbor mm-hmm. that says that he's constantly yelling. Um, since then, they have interviewed Chad, and he admitted to planning to kill them for months premeditated. So, you can, if you've been planning to kill them for months. You can't say that this was a temporarily act of a mental break or something, you know. Um, So... They don't know a motive like they haven't said a motive yet so what are your thoughts
1: um i think that he did this to punish his wife mm-hmm. in some way because he did not kill her and he could have very easily done yep. so he clearly shot the kids execution style in order to kill them and did not the wife i think the One dad his dad has issues because he went on to say oh he's a great father we're like
2: mm, i don't think he's
1: that <laughs> much of a great father yeah at all
2: you can't say that. Yeah,
1: the neighbor I saw that interview, but then just a while ago I saw that he pled not guilty.
2: Uh, wow. Well. How?
1: Why? I don't have a clue because you can I didn't see by reason of anything and I, Are you just wanting to put your wife through a trial? He. it He's, is it all just aimed feel at like, his I wife. feel like that's yeah. got to be something because Typically, uh, if you're that guilty to where there's witnesses, um, multiple, um, you got the gun right. I mean, unless you're trying to plead insanity, which is very hard to do. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: Especially if you already admitted to planning that for f- forever. Yeah. Or for the last I, couple months. I just of think
1: months. it's something, it has something to do with the wife and he's just... All of it to do with the wife. hates
2: her so
1: much wanted to punish her it's kind of like a Chris Watts like he hated Shanann so much he wanted to get rid of all of them yeah it's almost like the hate for the wife overtook the and I guess the hate for the kid. maybe he didn't hate the kids but he hated his wife so much he wanted to get rid of the kids too I don't well, know
2: I think Chris Watts was just selfish like they he did not need them anymore because he wanted to go be with Nikki, and so the best way to get rid of them be with Nikki is to get rid of your family. And then I think in order Nikki. to kill your kids, I think Chris Watts is a total sociopath, like narcissist. Like he, I don't think he gave a shit about him Yeah. Anyways, so he was he um, was going through the motions, and he was like doing what he was supposed to do as a dad. Um, and as long as he needed them to pre- to be who he needed to be, then they could live. But as soon as he didn't need them anymore, then bye. Kind of like Christian Longo and all of them. They no longer m- needed his purpose. Now, Shanann Watts was demasculating and probably did drive him crazy. And it probably made it easier for her to... Him to kill her, um, but you mean, he didn't need those kids. You could have just, like we always say,
1: get leave. a divorce.
2: <laughs> I leave, mean, leave. You're cheating on divorce. her. Just get a divorce.
1: If you don't want to see your kids, then don't see him. Yeah.
2: Ah, so there's that story. Um, it's a lot less work that way. I do. Th- yeah, I do think that. I mean, he didn't have he's money. He's so pissed so he, at his wife. Yeah. So i'm eager to see what's going to come out about like what was he pissed about is it's was she, was she about to leave him did she have an affair or was he just an angry, angry i think person?
1: he was an angry person obviously he choked his dad before and he the neighbors what the neighbors would had said about him but angry but he's clearly very angry at his wife yeah because he did not kill her <laughs>
2: Now, a word from our sponsors. All right, if you love smoothies or if you love your protein in the morning, you need to get you a BlendJet. You can do that if you go into blendjet.com. If you enter the code BHH12, you get a discount. And let me tell you, these things are portable. They are easy to use. They can fit in your cup holder. You can have it at home, or you can have it in your office like I do. Right this morning, I had my blueberry banana one. Mm, how was with it? some chia seed.
1: Wasn't chunky or anything?
2: It was very smooth. Wow. When I have it in my shaker, it is a little chunky. Oh, so this is wow. a great alternative. I love it. Um, it is battery-powered, so all you have to do is plug it in every two weeks, and the battery never runs down. Oh, my
1: gosh. I love battery-powered things.
2: Go to Blinjets and order you a Blinjet and get a discount.
0: Thanks, April, for sharing. Did you know you could be putting oil and chemicals in your coffee? I love coffee creamer, but I don't think I've ever turned the bottle around to actually see what's inside. When I did, I found out many of my favorite creamers contain ingredients I would never intentionally add to my coffee cup like canola oil, dipotassium phosphate, ew, and artificial flavors. Laird Superfood all started when big wave surfer Laird Hamilton needed morning fuel that could allow him to spend the entire day chasing the ultimate wave. He couldn't find anything in the market that met his ingredient standards so made himself the ultimate plant-based creamer. Laird Superfood started and launched its first product, Original Superfood Creamer, in 2015. Laird Superfoods contain no artificial flavors, colors, or additives, and no sugars from highly refined corn syrup. All Laird products are sustainably sourced and thoroughly tested to ensure that you're incorporating the cleanest, finest fuel, in into your routine. All Laird products are also made of all natural whole food ingredients and they are crafted from the highest quality all natural real food ingredients. Are you ready to feel more energized, focused, and supported? Go to lairdsuperfood.com and add nourishing plant-based foods to fuel you from sunrise to sunset. Use our promo code BOO at checkout to save 15% off your purchase today.
2: Now uh, the story I've been obsessed with for the past three days, <laughs> four days. The freaking Titan. The submersible. Caroline's got her pilot. Yep. Hat uh, this is my sailor hat. Sailor hat on. <laughs> this sailor is a marine hat,
1: hat. Are you allowed to wear that? Wait, sailors marines? This is a costume. This is part of a costume. Like a, like I'm a, I thought Navy is, no, not like the military, like a, like a marina, like a a maritime, oh that kind of Marine. Oh,
2: okay. Well, this is
1: my maritime hat. That's what I'll call it.
2: So, um, let's talk about the submersible really quick. And we, we definitely are going to talk about it at the live show as well. I've been talking about or it Or we every did day. talk about it at the last We show. did. Do y'all remember that conversation? Um, Titan. So when I was writing this the other day, we didn't know where the Titan was. But now we know that is basically these people were Titanic-obsessed people, millionaires. And they paid $250,000 to go, was it 13,000 feet below sea level um, to see the titanic wreckage in a submersible vehicle that was made by the stockton rush guy and ocean gate is the ceo of ocean gate but it is not uh, for the lack of better words accredited or acceptable or fda approved i don't it was it was it's made it made been a carbon lemon fiber it was on the do not go in list um but he had been taking these trips for years. This wasn't the first trip. This wasn't the second trip. He had, it was the first trip, I think, of this year. But he had been taking these trips for years. And so I've been watching, like, videos mm-hmm. um, of, like, previous trips or whatever. And so many of these trips he had to cancel because something went wrong, like, as soon as they get in the water. And they got to try again. One girl saved up for 30 years to buy this ticket to go see the Titanic. Okay? Saved up for 30 years. She says, some people want a house. Some people want to save for retirement. I wanted to see the Titanic. Mm -hmm. She attempted four times and each time something went wrong. She ultimately got to get on, right? Well, when they lost communication with the submersible with the titan an hour and 45 minutes after they submerged and then over then over the next couple days which that's not the first time that's happened Mm -hmm. over the next couple days um people just got obsessed because we knew that there was only 96 hours of oxygen in there um and by, and then so you had like the professionals coming on saying that one of three things could happen is that it could have got um, snagged down there because it is crazy wreckage down mm-hmm. there, like on a maybe a big, on the Titanic or like a big fishing net or something. And then they were stuck with no power. Um, and so then their oxygen could run out or they could have just imploded. Or they there's seven different ways that this submersible knew how to like basically save itself and get back up to the top of the water. Mm -hmm. And so they're thinking, hopefully, the best case scenario is that maybe it was floating on the top of the water somewhere. And so they just got to find them. Right. That was not a likely scenario, but that was like the best case scenario. And by the end of the day on Tuesday um, they had reported that there was they were hearing sounds like purposeful banging where they put their sonar detectors in and every 30 minutes they were hearing banging sounds so they were thinking is this communication is this communication we're gonna try to follow the banging okay so people went to bed Tuesday night into Wednesday with maybe a little bit of hope and then by Thursday, they found pieces of the Titan on the floor um, near the Titanic, where they would have traveled. Mm-hmm. And so ultimately said that it would have imploded, which means, of course, everybody would be dead. Um, the question is when, though. And then when? When is that banging?
1: Uh, I think it w- once they. Were like the them. hour and a half in and lost? I think it just imploded it was right it. then
2: because the they they have like this um, underwater. Oh, what do they call it? Like basically top secret. I don't know underwater like like not the cameras, na- like but the, the navy, navy
1: can detect enemy ships yes. and enemy devices coming from far away or whatever. And so. the
2: only sound or explosions they heard would have been on that day that they went down
1: yeah i don't understand i don't i don't get why if they heard it then we'll, they obviously knew i mean obviously <laughs> they knew
2: so why are they saying that on fr- on thursday i'm sure like, they found they all say of it that. and
1: we're like okay well let's, let's just wait till hope. the oxygen runs out and then we'll come out and tell everybody that we found all of this stuff within just oh we oh look we happen to find the Everything. The hole, and we happened to find the legs, and, oh, it looks like it's imploded. Yeah. Bye.
2: And we so happen to have heard an explosion Sunday. Mm.
1: <laughs> and uh, James Ca- wait, James Cameron, that's his name, right? James Cameron? The James Cameron. Who
2: Cameron, was that, Cameron. the producer of Titanic?
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, you know, he could have take, taken him and his little avatar buddies, and they could have gone down there with, because he's been down there 33 that, times. Yeah. Yeah,
2: 33 times. But
1: if you look at the difference in the, what how, the way he traveled versus the way they traveled.
2: Yeah. Very different.
1: Yeah. He was actually in a submarine with tons of, looked like a pilot, like like he was in an airplane, uh-huh. like buttons and buttons. Uh-huh. Well, the, the Titan, no. Remote There's control. one little elevator button and then a PlayStation uh. or Xbox remote control. Woo! and And I saw his interview. I'm pretty sure the ship, the Titan was put together with like duct tape and Band-Aids. It I mean, was- I, I don't know.
2: They had like, it is. I know. <laughs> I, it, it made me so mad. Um, it made me so mad. But um, maybe that's money problems like people like that Adventure Rush. Maybe that's what happens when you're obsessed with the Titanic like that. So you're willing and you just have the exposable money to do something like that. I don't know. But what I did find out is that Stockton Rush is like a great grandchild of two his of wife. Them. Okay,
1: uh, his wife is a descendant from yes, the two people who were, had been titan- on the Titanic from the people in the movie who were the two older people who fell asleep together uh-huh. to drown together uh-huh. to die together. Okay, okay. I think the I think the um the go- oh, I forget his name, but he was uh like a co-founder of Macy's or something like that.
2: Who? Stockton?
1: No. So Stockton, so this Rush guy was uh-huh. married, and his wife mm-hmm. was the one who was. It's like her great great grandparents. The grandparents were yeah. a part of like found, found in M- Macy's. Macy's. Oh yeah. okay, okay. So th- they were. That's where they were like super rich. Mhm, mhm. And kind of why they were,
2: I guess, like focused on a little bit on the movie. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, it's just that part was crazy to me i think i just found that out like last night yeah um and then how i think the james cameron guy was like you know it's pretty similar to the real story the captain of titanic was warned of how unsafe it was to continue to go this way with all the ice and the icebergs but he was bullheaded and kept going and and then that happened well the fucking captain I guess, of titan was the same thing like he was have warned. they gone on
1: these previous trips before with multiple people or is this the first time they've done it with like no nope. a big group
2: no if it, you go back and you look at these videos um they've done multiples and like there's a bunch of just like documentaries in that same in the same titan that's one like i watched one it was only like a 10 minute video they attempted it Four times. So he gave them a credit each time. One time okay, the so, flew up. So it was they four attempted, f-
1: but they, nobody in his boat or submersible never actually made it
2: down Oh, there. yeah. No, oh, they, they did. did. Yeah. A ton of times. So this, it's gone wrong this time. So this is not
1: the... Uh, Because I know in 2018, they said, like, there was this guy who ended up, who, like, used to work for them and, like, sued them Uh and for just, for the unsafety of the vessel. Yeah. Um. But, I, I I want, what, what caused it to implode, just this one time implode? Did it hit something? Like, did some... Mm I don't know. Plus, you're not I even. Don't think why we'll ever do you know. even want to go on this? I mean, go to the go, like. You could watch the movie and you can see everything better, better. Or go to like a historical museum that has all the stuff displayed. I'm sure they even have a piece of it somewhere. Just like, watching
2: the damn video of they when can, they, and went. they do, oh, saw great pictures. Like,
1: a, like you're not even looking with your eyeballs. You're looking on a screen, and mm-hmm. the screen's probably foggy. I was thinking for a little bit that they most likely if they were still alive and they were like air they're like needing you know they are saving oxygen well the best way to do that is you got to kill somebody
2: oh so you think And you
1: can take their oxygen or like they at least won't take away your oxygen so then you get a little bit more and if you get hungry you know you just gotta
2: eat each other um I thought about that 19-year-old boy in there, and I read an article about how he was did, terrified. He did not want to oh,
1: go. I just saw that he was like, I've read, uh, he was hesitant. He, was, he wasn't he was like all about it, but he was just kind of like, whatever.
2: I'll go with my dad. Yeah. Um, It said that he was, well, the article that I read, it was like an Ann or somebody coming out saying that he was terrified. He did not want to go. But he decided to go because it was Father's Day. Him and his father. He was going to go with his father and his, fa- his titanic crazed father. He, wa- he Well, was this guy go.
1: apparently had gone and he's done a couple of other cra Like he's gone to space with Jeff Bezos or something like mm-hmm. that. Like he's done, done these like wild excursions. But I'm like, I mean, if you have this much money, can you just give it to, you know, other better things? Or no, do you need to go? I guess. I mean, if you have it, you make it. You spend it on whatever you want. Yeah. Uh,
2: I don't know. So there's that. I don't understand. Would you have rather been on the Titan or on the Titanic? Oh,
1: the Titanic. Because
2: oh. I, I,
1: I cannot be in that small of a space.
2: Do you know how many? Like I could not breathe. I couldn't about breathe. It? Thinking about it. No. Mm-mm. And just then you have to sit Indian style for I... that whole time. Mm-mm. Then when it happens, when you gotta pee. Well, they had the tissue
1: tissue box size pee potty thingy. It looked like a milk carton, but then they're probably well. I hopefully it was like they're they're going down and they're in a, they're in their hour and a half. They lose contact and they implode. And that they're is all, best case scenario. You know, and you just no. jelly everywhere, but it's better than being stuck in there and with panic everybody's room. poop all over the place or whatever or throw a, you know well just in and panic pan- yeah panic. and you can't
2: go anywhere and you're bolted in. You're you will never in. bolt me into it. i will not step into anything the only that way have to be i'm gonna be bolted in is if
1: i'm a victim of the toy box killer who has bolted me in a box no <laughs> i
2: couldn't i can't handle
1: it ain't happening i don't even like getting in elevators with more than two people
2: Ooh, okay there's our quickie that's a little bit of a longie We will see y'all Thursday for the full episode. Go rate us, review us, and subscribe to us. And go and click on our Patreon because the first bonus episode is on there. And we are going to South Carolina, crooked-ass South Carolina, Mm. for the Patreon episode a horrible case that is going to take you to a million different places. Wow. Frustration of George Stinney Jr. And the movie Green Mile was kind of inspired for, by this case. So get on Patreon to hear that episode. Don't forget to. Stay aware. Stay alive. And always be DTF. Bye, y'all. Goodbye.
1: everybody has a story worth telling. I'm Corey Duncan on
0: best story ever. I take guests that you know through their most unique and captivating
1: stories. The best part, I hear the story for the first time when you do. Everyone has a story. What's yours? Find best story ever on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hola, yo soy Jackie. Y yo soy Jessica.
2: Y esto es Zona, Zona del, del Crimen. Un podcast donde hablaremos sobre casos de crímenes reales y eventos impactantes que han quedado marcados a través del tiempo. Recuerden que nos pueden seguir en Facebook, Instagram, o donde escuches tus podcasts favoritos.
1: Hey, I'm Blair. And I'm Brittany. And we're the hosts of
2: By By the the Cover Cover Podcast. Podcast. (laughs) We cover everything from mysteries, thrillers, romance, chiclet, and even some smudge. Don't forget this month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're
1: so excited to get this thing going and share this with you guys. We've been talking about this for months and it's finally, finally happening. Yes. Special shout out to Rogue Media for helping us with
2: this. For sure. For sure. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at bythecover underscore podcast.
1: You can also find us on Facebook and TikTok. So don't forget to give us a follow on
2: those two also. And We are so excited to dive into some of our favorite books and share those with you.
1: We can't wait. Hope you love it. Hi, and welcome to Bustles and Bangers with your hostess, Rachel and Christopher. I love it when you say my name. And you didn't say hi. I didn't. You, you just kept going. I'm going to introduce the book. I'm <laughs> it's, not reading it it's, because I don't like reading. Girls like cowboy butts, you know, and those jeans don't hide anything. Mm. Find us on Instagram at bustles and bangers or on roguemedianetwork.com. been a Rogue Media Network production.